I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow a side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews. So let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to Side Hustle Pro. You're listening to episode six, and I am thrilled to introduce today's guest, YouTube personality C.C. Whether it's recapping the latest episode of Love and Hip Hop or reviewing the hottest new music and gossip in pop culture, C.C is an all-around entertainer. And she's trailblazing across YouTube and Facebook right now with over 4 million views combined. Her hilarious videos, like her Beyonce Lemonade recap, has garnered the attention of the likes of People Magazine and more. And as if her talent in front of the camera isn't already enough, she also has skills behind the camera as a videographer and editor for various artists, including Chrisette Michelle, Maya, and Kiki Palmer. If you haven't heard of C yet, I'm telling you, now is the time to become a member of the rapidly growing C Hive. Today on the show, she's breaking down how to create and build a brand as a YouTube personality. So let's get into it. Welcome to the show, C. Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me. Of course. So how are you doing? I am doing very, very well. It's a little gloomy out here in L.A., but um, I'm going to try to make the best of it today. (laughs) All right. All right. So I thought we could start off with you telling us a little bit about your story. You know, how did you get started on YouTube? How and when did you get started? Um, I started YouTube um, in 08. Um, 
I I think YouTube kind of I think YouTube kind of surfaced maybe around 06, um, but I didn't get it on until about 08. And I kind of saw that this was a, a platform to, to kind of be creative. I'm an only child, so I've always kind of been one to entertain myself. And um, when I saw that you can kind of create video and edit it and, and put it on this platform and people watch, and I was like, I have to get into this. Um, so what I used to do before the vlogging style, <clears throat> I used to create these music videos and they're all gone now. Um, <laughs> I've, I've since deleted them. <laughs> but um, It was just really a way for me to just be creative. I, I'm, I'm a very um, a creative person. At least I like to think so. And um, it was a way for me to stay out of trouble. Um, so I would hear a song and um, kind of, create my own concept for the video and I would set up the shots and then I'll go to the computer and edit it. And it was just fun for me. So that's how I started on YouTube. That's how and when, um, but the videos that you see now, the more vlogging style, the more of me being a, a personality in front of the camera, kind of, I did that. Um, I started that back in 2012. I was in college and, um, studying theater. And I just kind of figured a way to kind of take what I do on the stage and take and put it on camera and put it on the internet. So um, that kind of started. That's how that all that kind of started. So, yeah. Okay. So you went to Florida A&M to study theater. Yeah. Did you always want to pursue acting and performance? And how has vlogging helped you to do that? Yeah, I, I wanted to, uh, I say I, I kind of fell in love with theater and acting and performing in high school um, when I joined the, uh, the drama club and then I was in the class and everything, but that's when I really fell in love with it. I mean, maybe it was always in me, but high school really brought it out. Um, but, but, um, blogging, uh, yes, definitely, definitely, definitely helped, um, helps me to be a better performer. Um, I, I didn't want to stay on stage when I kind of transitioned into college and, and studying theater. It's kind of more, so they teach you how to act on stage. Um, but I'm kind of, I wanted to be on TV and do films. So um, being in front of the camera and then putting it on YouTube, it definitely helps you, um, uh, I guess, uh, helps. I guess it's helped me to kind of learn how to act in front of the camera because um, it's different from the stage. Got it. And so do you currently work full time as well as vlog? If so, how are you juggling mm-hmm. it all? Yeah, well, I... <laughs> I have a number of jobs. Um, well, um, like you like you mentioned um, earlier, I, I do do the videography. So that that puts a pretty penny in my pocket. Um, and um, on on the side, I also do substitute teaching when I when I when I feel like being around the kids. No, I'm just I love the kids. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I do that. And um, and then, you know, when I when I have my other of eight, eight or nine hours free for the day, I come back here and uh, hook up my little videos. So um, it's a, I have a nice balance. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm a fortunate, I'm fortunate enough to not have a, a nine to five to where it takes up all of my time. Um, I kind of have a job where I can be flexible. I can kind of work when I want. And I mean, I'm blessed for that. I'm very, very fortunate. Got it. Yeah, we're going to get into the videography for a minute because I know that is um, a critical part of who you are, too. But let's talk about your content. You know, how are you um, structuring that process? Do you let it free flow and kind of move 
with what's going on in pop culture? Or do you have like a content calendar planned out and ideas and a recording schedule? Yeah, you know, I'm so glad you asked that question because um, I'm kind of changing my content a little bit now. Um, when um, when I first started, um, I was more so doing pop culture, uh, you know, anything that Beyonce was doing, anything that, um, that, that was happening on Love & Hip Hop, you know, I talk about it because I like that. I'm, it's not something that I'm just doing just to do because it, it gets views. Um, because there are some people who do that, no shade, but, um, (laughs) I do it because that's what I like. Um, but I'm kind of changing my content now to kind of, um, veer towards more, uh, I guess helping people and reaching out. Just, um, I did a video about doing your work and though, when I do those types of videos and I also have a video called faith on fleek, um, it's it's when I, I feel like I'm I'm touching the world in a, in a, in a different light because um, the response that I get is so much greater than when I'm just making people laugh. Um, but as far as a schedule, uh, not really. I, I, I'm kind of I'm such a, a free bird. So I schedules, I don't know if I'm really stick to it. And I probably should <laughs> because I, I know a schedule will help me be more consistent. That's the one thing that I feel like I'm kind of struggling with is just kind of uploading on a consistent basis. Um, but for right now, it's kind of, you know, something would just hit me. It might hit me today and I'll set up the camera. Um, but I, I, you know, I just bought a, um, <laughs> I just bought a, um, one of those whiteboards and I have it up on my wall and I've, I've been writing down some ideas and things. So, um, yeah. The whiteboard will change your life. Yeah, I, that whiteboard. I, <laughs> that whiteboard. And it's funny because, um, my fiance and I, we moved in February and he wanted a whiteboard for our bedroom. And that was like, absolutely not. <laughs> but I have started whiteboarding a lot more because, you know, like no matter what it looks like, interior decor, like you, it really helps with the business. Yeah, um, it's something about so, seeing it, you know? Yep. Yeah, I think that's what's really helping me because um, I look at it every day. And um, I used to just kind of, you know, put ideas in my head or I'll write it down in my phone, but I don't really go into my notes, you know, in my phone. I don't see that every day, but I can see this board on my wall every day. Um, So so speaking of whiteboarding and content now, you've recently, especially with your Beyonce lemonade video, um, started to get some press and buzz around that. How are you managing that? Like, and, and, you know, you can't really predict what will go viral, but what do you do after something does? Like, are there steps that you take to kind of have the content, um, go even further? Um, you know, no. And maybe I I should change that. Maybe I should change that. Um, I kind of just let the, let the video and the content kind of, kind of take its course. Once I, once I press that upload button, I kind of, I kind of, kind of let it go. It's, it's its own baby now, but, um, it, it did get a lot of press. I was, um, people, uh, people.com um, contacted me and they wanted me to come on their morning show in which I did. And we did a little interview and a little spot, which was really fun. Um, I got some people in my inbox talking about now they want to be my manager and do I have this and this representation, this, and oh boy. yeah. So, you know, it was, it kind of, it really kind of came all at once. It was a little bit overwhelming, but, I'm smart. Um, I do a lot of research and um, about about show business. And um, um, anybody who's who's listening out there, if you're if you're interested in 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 show uh, show business, you really need to learn about the business part. That's why it's called show business. And um, I sw- I really spend a lot of time learning about how people will come 
And, you know, once they, once they see you're a hot commodity, they'll come and they'll contact you. But you have to be aware um, of your worth. And if people just kind of want to use you because they kind of see dollar signs when they, when they uh, see you. And um, so um, I have to, I have to take a, take a precaution when it comes to that. So, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And so let's talk a little bit about social media. Speaking of people hopping into the DMs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How has social media played a role in your, you know, building your brand and how do you manage um, keeping your content? Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, okay, one, what, what role has social media played? And then I'll get to the part two. <laughs> okay. Um, you mean as far as me creating content and, and things yeah, like that? Yeah, building your brand. Oh, <laughs> the number one role. Um, I'm so big on, on, on social media. Um, and, and as far as building a brand, I preach about this on Snapchat all the time. And I really feel like people are, they're sleep, you know, like they are so sleep, social media, the internet, it is not going anywhere. It's, it's brand new. If you really think about it, the internet really was maybe kind of came out and really was a thing, maybe, maybe 10, 11 years ago. Like it's, it's a baby still. Um, and, and as far as, um, social media, that's that's still very brand new. Twitter is still kind of brand new. You know, Instagram, brand new. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. But as far as my content, uh, it's it's at, it's at the, the head. It's the forefront of it. I really couldn't, you know, build anything that I'm that I have now without um, putting my content out there. It's, you know, and I really do believe that it's all about putting yourself out there. So um okay. Yeah, you just gotta gotta take that leap of faith. But um, if you use social media the right way, it really can take you in a lot of places you never thought it would. Got it. And let's jump into a little bit of the technical nitty gritties because I know some people will listen to this who love your brand and also want to start vlogging. So you know, see, I want to start a vlog tomorrow. What equipment should I use? Ooh. Um. I'm, I'm on the fence when it comes to this a little bit. I'm going to tell you why, because I don't think that you need to have the most expensive camera. You know, um, my camera that I've been working with is a Canon T3i. Um, it's a very old Canon cam, not very old, but it's pretty old. Um, and I think I bought that for about $800 years ago, <laughs> years, years ago. Um, and I still use it today. And I, I think people think I use this very, very high tech, crazy, like C, like the C100, you know, people don't even know what I'm talking about, but the C100 cameras or like the red, ca- you know, cameras, um, which are like thousands and thousands of dollars. And I don't, you know, um, I think that you can really just use your cell phone. There are people who have a huge following and they are creating content on their cell phones. I think, well, this isn't technical, but veering off from a little bit from technical, it's really about your storytelling and, and your personality and what yes. you're doing on that camera, you know. Um, and then once you build and build and build, then you can go over to the high tech. But I say whoever's that, whoever that person who wants, wants to start tomorrow, start with your phone. <laughs> Get in front of a Thank window. <laughs> Start with your phone. Get in front of a window. I've I, I filmed in front of a window for years. I I just got some. Um, I love the fact that you film in front of. What is that? Your front door? I'm always like, is that your front door? Yeah, yeah. Well, now I just started using the box light, and that's why I'm in front okay. of like 
Yeah, it looks like I'm in front of a window. Yeah, it's my window. But okay. before, I just would use natural lighting in front of my glass window in my kitchen. Um, or in, you know, when I used to stay with my parents, it would be, you know, in my bedroom in front of a window. So, um, yeah, it's, it's simple. Just use your phone. And as far as editing, you can edit on your phone if you have an iPhone, um, iMovie. And, but if you don't, there's there's a free, I think Sony Vegas for PC is free. And if you have a Mac, um, iMovie is free on the Mac. So, yeah. I love the fact that you say your iPhone because I think that's great. I, I, I love when people are just like, it's as simple as get started, girl, and stop worrying about having the fanciest equipment. I think we do that in all walks of life. For example, as bloggers, you know, we think, oh, we got to have this great website. We got to do this big launch. Mm-hmm. And no, it's the content. I will listen to you in your bathroom. <laughs> I will listen to you in your car if you have something to say that, you know, that interests me. Um, so thank you for breaking that down, because I, I think it's a lot of us that get stopped and overwhelmed because we think we have to do X, Y, Z. And miss the whole point that it's about content. Um, So speaking of technical also, so I want to set up a YouTube channel tomorrow. Where do I start? Like, is is it as simple as just, you know, signing in with my Google account? Did you do anything else fancy to structure your page? Absolutely not. I have no graphic design skills whatsoever. Um, I'd pay. You want to start tomorrow? Okay. YouTube.com. Make your username, set up your little email account. Make sure you have a nice name. <laughs> I wouldn't say, you know, do uh, uh, Keisha one, two, three, four, five. You know, um, <laughs> I would, you know, make sure you have a nice little catchy name um, so that people remember. And it's simple. Um, but as far as I think that's, that's really the hardest part is kind of coming up with the name. Um, but after that, you're smooth selling. So if your little phone and, and just kind of get your content, um, I don't know, I guess kind of just, just create something fresh and new. And I know that's hard because there's a lot out there. Everything's been redone, but, um, just like for me, for example, what I do when I'm talking about pop culture is no different from whatever other people are doing. Everybody's talking about Beyonce lemonade. You know what I mean? Everybody did that. There's millions of videos out there, but there's a way that I do it because there's only one me. There's a way that you can do it. You can blog about it or, you know, talk about it in your podcast because there's only one you, you know? So, um, you just have to kind of find your style, you know, and, um, that's, what's going to really set you apart from the rest. And that's what, what people are going to feed into and people are going to start following you because of that. Yes. And that, you actually, you know, took one of my questions because oh, I was going to ask you, no, that's great. You, you addressed I was going to ask you, like, what are the key factors that helped you stand out in the crowded YouTube space? Obviously, your personality and the way you talk. And it's, you know, you're so funny and you're so real. You know, you talk like just like you talk to your friend. It's just me and you. (laughs) (laughs) But are there any is there anything else you can think of that helped you to stand out as you were getting started? Um, Let's see. Yeah. um, And I have to kind of kind of, uh, I guess. Give my little my little theater teachers a little clap for that because um they kind of helped me as far as my personality and 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 um how I I guess act because I'm an act I am an actress um mm-hmm. and uh, and how I act, so how I act on camera is kind of uh, I have to applaud my uh, my theater background for that um let's see what else sets me apart I think the way I structure my videos as far as the editing and that now that kind of goes back to technical a little bit um. <laughs> So I, and I try not to 
put so much on tobacco. You know, I, people come to me all the time, but I don't really know how to edit. I don't like the way you chop it up and, and you put the music behind it and then you, you know, this and that and this and that. Um, but that, that comes with time. That comes with practice. I didn't always edit like that, you know? Um, but I think those are the things that kind of uh, set me apart. And, and, it's, and um, adding a little bit of comedy. Everybody likes to laugh, you know? Um, and um, I don't, I don't, people like to call me a comedian. I, a comedian, I don't think I am. Um, I'm just, like you said, I'm just, I'm just real. A lot of times I'm just saying what other people are thinking and, um, and I'm just, you know, just putting it out there. It's, it's all about being real. Um, that's the great thing about YouTube. It's it's not a, uh, a, a major TV network to where you can't be yourself or say what you really want to say because it's always a big TV network and we don't want to get in trouble and sued and all that. Like it's YouTube and you can really kind of say whatever you want, you know, now you may get some bad comments, but that's on you. So, um, yeah, that's how. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of YouTube, what platform should I use? So back to the technical aspect. So sure. you are posting, um, you know, natively on your YouTube channel. Is there merit to building out a YouTube channel first or should I go directly to Facebook where all the shares and the likes will happen? Uh, should I go directly to Instagram or Periscope? How did you decide? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked that. Um, I have something very important to say. So, um, I started on YouTube first um, because when I started YouTube, Facebook was just the place that college kids go, I think. And <laughs> it wasn't the big place where all your aunties are. So uh, <laughs> it wasn't that yet. So um, and Instagram, it wasn't even around. Um, so it was just YouTube. But now I've started. And then and then when Facebook was that place when all the when now all the aunties and grandmothers are, um, I started just putting my YouTube links. I created a, um, so let's go back. I created a Facebook fan page so that people can, I don't want people all on my personal because, you know, that's for my personal, but I created a, uh, a fan page. So go ahead and do that if you would, if you would like. I think that's a good idea. Facebook is a big, big, big market. So go ahead and create your fan page. And then I used to just put my YouTube links onto my Facebook fan page, but I was finding that, People are lazy, Nikki. Yes, so yes. Um, <laughs> people don't want to click on links. You know, nowadays when you scroll on Facebook, a video, you, you see a video, it just starts automatically playing. So I kind of took that knowledge and I said, you know what? Just, I want, the thing is, okay, you want your, um, let's see, you want your, uh, you want the views on your YouTube um, page. But I said, okay, I'm willing to sacrifice my YouTube views in order to get, a, um, um, I guess a wider, to reach a wider audience and to reach a, a bigger, a, a, yeah, a broader audience. So what I did was I started to just upload my file, my, my video file directly to Facebook. So now it's a Facebook video. It's no longer a YouTube video. It's a Facebook video. And when I did that, that's when I really got a huge following. I have more followers on my Facebook than I do my YouTube. I think my Facebook fan page is like at about 50,000 likes um, now. Um, and my YouTube subscriber list is about almost 26,000. So, um, and those 50,000 came very fast um, because that Spirit Airlines video hit like yes. 3 million views in like a couple months. Um, that Lemonade video is at a million now. Um, yeah, it's something about the what, the what the Facebook interface and how they share video it's just so simple, I guess. And everybody is over there, you know? Um, so 
So yeah, going back on technical, that's what I did. And, and then, then as far as Instagram, I'm kind of starting to put a little 30 second, 45 second clip of my video onto Instagram because the sharing there is very easy. You know, you just tag your friend and the more tags you get, more views. And it's, it's all about just reaching a wide range of people and make, excuse me, and making it easy because people are lazy. So, oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that's the number one thing. Like I told you by day, I work in social media and I always try to convey that people are lazy. We can't expect them to click for them to click from our one link. That is already <laughs> a big ask. Right. Yeah. What we need from them needs to be on that page that they click on because yeah. they're not clicking three more times. <laughs> All right. Um, so it's, it's it's really interesting. And, you know, poor YouTube, like Facebook has come in and um they're not playing games like <laughs> yeah. but the thing about it is i'm sorry mm-hmm. but the thing about it is facebook does not have a monetization system set up yet yes. like youtube does so that's why i'm i'm still i'm still team youtube <laughs> cuz um yeah those those checks yeah. are nice but facebook um <laughs> well, i think once they do once they figure out how to do it and i think it's coming it's coming um, but once they figure out how to do it and to where people can get paid for their content, I think it's going to be something big. So, yeah. Okay. And speaking of, oh, my, 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 how could I even forget this piece? Now, not to get all up in your coins no, and, no, your no, no, no. and your business, <laughs> but I know the people at home listening want to know a little bit more about the monetization piece. Sure. So a lot of times when you're starting out and you're thinking of starting a YouTube channel and brand, it can be overwhelming because you're like, am I really, what is it? Like, you know, how many cents per click? Is that really going to add up to my rent money? Right. So can you talk about um, where you started? Um, Not in terms of numbers, but just in terms of um, sustaining your life, where you started, how you are able to grow and, and where you are now in terms of is YouTube solely paying your bills and then your, your videography work um, helps you to save or is it still a mixture of both? Um, well, YouTube does not, um, <laughs> not take, not kind of, it doesn't satisfy my whole life, but <laughs> it, it does pay a, a, a gas bill or two. Um, <laughs> um, but let's see. Um, I, I, uh, as far as videography, that kind of, that's, that's my, my, I guess my meat and potatoes, as people would say, um, it's, uh, I kind of, you know, between my, my three clients, um, well, you, and then YouTube, um, eh, it's, it's still a work in progress. Um, it, I didn't start off making money, so let's start there. And that's not what I, what I did it for. Um, so I don't want anybody out there listening to, um, think that, they're going to create this one video on your iPhone in front of your window and you're going to have millions of dollars because you talked about Beyonce. No, (laughs) that's not how it works. Um, But I do think if you stay consistent, um, the money will come. And as far as, and when I say money, there, I think there's a thing called brand deals. So a lot of the, the, uh, the makeup gurus, they get a lot of those, the brand deals from different, um, um, uh, I guess product companies and things like that who want them to review or or kind of try out their their product on their on their channel. Um, so that's as far as the hustle side. There are ways. There are other ways from just the the ads. 
um, because the ads really don't really bring in a lot of money unless you're like PewDiePie with like 17 billion subscribers or something like that. And you're doing like gaming, which I'm not a gamer, but um, I, I there as far as hustling on YouTube, you know, a lot of people, they do T-shirts. They do. They start doing merchandise, I should say. Merchandise is a really, really big thing. And once you create that following and people like you, <laughs> people will buy whatever you want them to. And I, I don't like to, I, I have not really tapped into the whole merchandise thing myself because I, I don't know, I feel weird about it. And I don't know, I, I know I'm supposed to be hustling. I'm supposed to be, you know, entrepreneur. But I just feel weird, like, oh, buy my shirt, like, and then I don't, I don't want to do shirts because everybody does shirts. I'm trying to think of a way to kind of make it different. I'm always trying to be different. So, um, but there are ways to hustle on YouTube. There's lots of ways to make money on the internet. So, Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, and when we keep them bottled up, it affects us negatively. I have found that therapy has been a safe space to get things off my chest. I had my daughter last August, and by January, I hit up my therapist like, let's go ahead and set up this monthly session. Therapy has been so helpful for me in setting boundaries, and it just empowers me to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, this is your sign to go ahead and do it and give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HustlePro today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HustlePro. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If I see one more t-shirt about Felicia, <laughs> come on. Like, I don't even know where I'm supposed to wear these t-shirts. Like, there's only so many picnics. 
anyway, I know. I digress. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. It's uh, it's it's great. I don't. I don't get it. I don't even maybe because I work in corporate America. I'm I just know. like <laughs> I don't even mean to talk about people. But it's just like there's only so many t-shirts. There's only so many crop tops, hoodies. Like there's only so. Many. <laughs> but not to knock the hustle because I do support my brothers and sisters, and I do believe in monetization and you know being able to offer your audience different things. So for your YouTube audience, do you have you ever done a call out so you've captured some of the emails of people who are following you or? Um, are you able to see any of that in your channel? How does that work? Have I ever captured the the, the email? emails of people who watch your videos? Like, do you ever do you have a subscription uh, call to action and a newsletter at all? Oh, okay. Um, no, I don't have an email um, subscription newsletter thing because I feel like my my audience is young. On Facebook, they're a little bit older, but. I don't, I don't know. I'm not really in, I don't know. First of all, I don't know what I would put out on the email. You know, I'm not really like a writer. I'm more visual. Um, but I guess I could put out my videos on the, through email, but, but then again, that's what a subscription on YouTube is for. So, um, but as, I mean, at the end of my videos, I think I have a subscribe button or a, a subscribe on my end card. Yeah. yeah. For, for the channel. Yeah. yeah. I was just wondering how, um, what other levels you interact with people who are your fans on for now? Like, so it's, it's primarily social and comments, you know, obviously the comments and the videos. Oh, I see. Interaction. Um, yeah. Snapchat has really been my main thing um, because it allows me to, it allows uh, the audience to kind of see a different side of me <laughs> um, out off of the, um, uh, away from the the regular YouTube setup in front of the the lights and the camera and you know kind of being more presentational like when I'm on Snapchat I'm you know in the kitchen or I'm you know just driving I'm just you know spitting thoughts or I'm you know listening to music like everybody does on Snapchat but um <laughs> but yeah that that's kind of I think Snapchat is really uh it's 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 okay. already a big thing but I think it's going to be even bigger um, and your C dot snaps for those listening at home. Yes. C dot snaps on Snapchat. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about um, your videography work now. We keep mentioning it. Now let's like tell us about the opportunity to work with Chrisette and Kiki Palmer. How how did that come about it? And um, what's the ongoing business relationship? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, <laughs> take a wild guess. Uh, social media. <laughs> um <laughs> Social media has really been a big part of my life. But um, yeah, Instagram. I met Chrisette on it, off of Instagram. She was uh, promoting one of her albums and doing a little contest for her fans that if they kind of promoted the the cover of the album, she was picking about six people um, to, to get this this pizza party and this prize. And I was one of the one of the uh, fans. And I met her at the bowling alley and we just started talking. I was like, you know, I'm a, I'm a graduate of Florida A&M. And I do videos and, you know, just, you know, just talking really. Um, and so I never said like, hey, if you need work or anything like that, I'm not really that that type of person. And I don't know. I just I, that's just not me. But um, but um, she did end up giving me her her email at the end of the, uh, at the end of the party. And she told me to keep in touch with her. And so I went home and created um, one of I created a YouTube video about that day. 
and um, just kind of vlog. And I actually made it into a little rap, which I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I saw that. I'm embarrassed <laughs> to kind of say that that's out there now. But I mean, it was just me being creative. Um, and so I sent it to her and I was like, hey, you know, Chrisette, take a look at this. Like, I really enjoyed the party. Thank you so much. And, you know, I just wanted you to, to just look at this because I really, really had a good time. So she I looked at it. She wrote me back and she was like, this is so cool. Like, do you want to be a videographer on my team? And I was like, uh, yes. Like, when, where? Like, wow. Yeah. How? Like, <laughs> so, yeah, that's how that started. And. I've been rocking rocking with her for uh, it just passed a year in April, so we've been rocking out for a year. Um, Kiki Palmer, uh, I think. Well, let's see who came. Maya came next after. Not Maya came next, and um, I simply just asked her on Instagram. So I, I was seeing that she was in LA a lot. I'm from LA, and um, I just was like, hey, you know, if you if you need work, um, you know, I, I work with Seth Michelle. Sometimes you gotta kind of put that other name out there, you know, use your oh, yeah. you drop your names out there. You know, I work with such and such and such and such, and if you need work, I'm, I'm this and that. And at first, you know, my messages were kind of get you know fade to black. She wasn't really doing anything, but then she finally um, responded, and she was like, oh, are you in LA? And we started to DM and. You know, then I started to work with her and she, she's awesome. And Kiki Palmer, I asked her on Twitter, <laughs> simply, you know, just asking again. I could think I got a little bit more confidence, you know, because at first, you know, I said I didn't want to ask or set, but I now I'm just starting to ask, you know, it's all about, you know, you never know. Worst thing, worst thing I can say is no. And um, I just asked her, you know, hey, if you, if you need work, I see you do these makeup videos. I see you're trying to build your content. You know, I can help with this. I, I would love to edit for this. And I, I originally was going to do it. I originally actually did her first video for free. And sometimes you have to do that. It's okay to do that, um, especially when you're new and nobody really knows you and they don't know your work. You know your work, but, you know, but everybody else doesn't. Everybody kind of, people don't want to always put out their money all the time, you know, even though they have it. They don't want to put it out there. So you kind of have to put yourself out there first, prove yourself, and then they come back. And then she did. You know, I've done about three or four videos for her. So, yeah. Nice. So, you know, for for everyone listening, maybe this is why, you know, you were so gracious and so open when I reached out to you via Twitter, via direct message. And, you know, that doesn't always work. There's some people who um, are just like, oh, my gosh, like, don't come at me through the DM. Send me an email. Google is your friend. Find my email. <laughs> so. But I still, you know, I, when you can't immediately find an email, I will do the, the Twitter DM, okay? I am not above it, and I'm not above responding to someone. But there are people who are very anti that, so I appreciate, you know, your openness. And and, and I appreciate your, your boldness, too, to reach out to people who some people would think, you know, are above contacting. But actually, they're just humans just like us. Even if it's someone on their team, like, they will get the message. That said... There is there is a technique, you know, you can't just yeah. hit people like, hey, um, I want to work with you something. So what is the DM secret like? So you finesse it and you come off as a professional when you're reaching out to someone ooh. through a very uh, informal method. Yeah. Oh, the DM secret. That sounds like a video. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. OK, cool. I like that. The DM secret. Well, let's see. What did I say to Kiki? Um I just kind of introduced myself. Um, you know, hi, I'm, I'm C. C. Um, I'm based in Los Angeles. You know, you always want to, you know, say where you, say your name, where you're based, because you may be in Milwaukee and this person is in L.A. So maybe that's that might not work, you know. So um, 
yeah, where you're from, you know, I, I'm this, I'm a videographer. I've worked with such and such and such and such. I see that, you know, and I, I, you know, the thing that I like to do, and I think this kind of works too, is when you kind of have done a little bit of research on that person, I see that you have a website and you're creating content. I would love to help with that. You know, I would, you know, kind of, it's it's about offering your service and not looking for anything in return. Not, you know, don't put your price list out there and not, you know, even I would even put, hey, I'll do this for free for you. I just want to work. I just want to, you know, it's it's all about offering your services to people and not looking for anything in return. And I think that's what really gets me those those responses. Um, people can kind of read when you're you're you know, you're not genuine or you're just looking for right. money or you know whatever. Or trying to use them. Yeah. Like, you know, and you don't have anything else to offer. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you have a couple of links, you know, hey, check out, you know, and, and put some links down there so people can see that you, you know, right. you have some work. And yeah, it's it's very simple. Very simple. And you're not a weirdo. Yeah, I actually just as you were speaking, went and looked up the message I sent to you. And yeah, I introduced myself immediately, first and last name, so you could Google and know I'm not a you know crazy. <laughs> I, I dropped my <laughs> I dropped my website link and then explained what I wanted to do. And, and, um, you know, again, just glad you were open to it because I recognize that social media can be impersonal, but at the same time, it's not We're we're, we're living in a changing world. It is a means of communication. Yeah. Uh, so as long as you're coming at it with respect, it can happen. So if you're listening, offer to help, don't look for anything in return, <laughs> introduce yourself. Don't be on some sketchy stuff. Be just as professional as you would be in an email. Right, right. I do get some sketchy messages, but but they're just from, <laughs> from just fans. So, um, okay. yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you really feel like I can do this? I can make this idea into a brand and business. Is that how you feel? I do. I do feel like that. Um, and uh, a lot of people, um, I think, uh, I think that that didn't really happen for me until I want to say until that spirit video, um, uh, because not that not that it 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 went viral or anything. I guess just because um, maybe it does have a little bit to do with the viral impact, but <laughs> I just. I don't know. I, I guess because I'm impacting so many people and I was getting so, I think it was the response I would say um, because I was getting so many messages and it was on blogs and everywhere. And I was like, I can really, really turn this into something. And um, I think that's when it started too. And, and I love when I get, when I, as far as my brand, well, I, you know, and I'll even say, you know, I'll take it back. I'll, I'll say I did a video um, about, it's called, the, it's called the diamond girl. And I did that ooh, years ago, but I, I'm talking about, it's kind of a message to girls. And I'm just talking about being that one girl that's kind of different from the pack. There's so many images, um, of women out there on Instagram about these, these Instagram models and, you know, fake this and fake that and all made up and just, just fake. And everybody, you know, and guys are going to like that, you know, cause they're men, but, in the video, I'm just talking about being that one girl that kind of stands out from the rest. Um, and, um, and that, and that called that the diamond girl. And i got so many messages, um, um, from girls, um, uh, because of that video. And I think that that's what really kind of changed my mind about, uh, I guess not just making this, not just, uh, treating this as a hobby and kind of really turning it into a brand to actually help 
girls. And that's kind of my goal as far as uh, my brand and my channel is to kind of create, um, turn my content into some, you know, and, and into content that can help people. It's okay to make people laugh. And I'm always going to do that. But those aren't, I don't call, I, I don't call those timeless videos. My videos like that one, my, my uh, do your work video and my faith on fleek. I call those timeless videos because you can always go back and, and get, and get inspired. Um, and so that's when I kind of felt like I think I can turn this into a brand and kind of help kind of be on my Oprah type, <laughs> on my Oprah type stuff. I, I'm kind of kind of following in her footsteps when it comes to creating content now. And what shifts did you take once you realized that, you know, hey, I want to make this into a true branding business? What, what shift did you notice in yourself or what steps did you start taking that were different from before? Oh, yes. I started to make sure my content looked the same. Um, it was consistent as far as, um, uh, lighting. I always have, if you, if you see all my videos always in with that in card, it's my face with the green background and, and, and my, my, my social media at the bottom, um, just making sure everything is polished and kind of just not just throwing stuff up there just to throw it up there, you know? Um, because, um, when people come to look at you, that's a representation of, of whatever you're putting out there. And I want people to see that I'm serious and, and it looks nice, you know, first impressions are everything. And, um, I think that's, that's, that's when I, uh, started to make that shift. I started to, I bought some box lights and I wanted my lighting to be right. I want my camera to be this and that, and just taking things more seriously and kind of treating it more as, as a business, um, as opposed to a, a hobby, just taking it more seriously. That's all. Okay. So, you know, now that you've you've been in the game, learning, growing for a while now, far, far longer than many, and you've learned some things, you've adjusted, what would you say are some of the things you wish you knew before creating your brand? Mm. That's a good question. I wish that I, well, one thing I wish I would have known um, is we talked about it before is uh, the fact that Facebook is um, uploading my files directly to Facebook as opposed to putting my links just on Facebook because um, I can reach a lot more people that way. Um, hmm. What would you say has been the most challenging thing that you experienced? Most challenging for me is coming up with ideas, coming up with new, uh, new things to talk about um, and kind of standing out from the rest. I think, um, that's, I spend the most time trying to just kind of be different or, or bring something else to the table. Um, and, and my consistency, that's kind of the one thing that I, I, uh, kind of struggle with is, is kind of uploading on a consistent basis. I think I'd be a lot further. I know people think that I'm pretty up there now, but <laughs> I'm really not. And I know I, in my, I know in my heart, I could be a lot further if I uh, just was consistent when it comes to content, it's really about consistency. People will forget you like that. And um, if you're not consistent with it and um, when it comes to YouTube, I, I, I really think one video a week is not even enough for YouTube. If you're not really uploading, uh, I'd say at least two or three times a week, um, that could be that could it can make it makes all it can make all the difference. Um, so, yeah, that's been a challenging right, so thing for me. So how are you working through that challenge? Are you um, 
Are there any productivity tools that you started using? Um, well, the whiteboard that we talked about earlier. Yeah, I can see my ideas. And um, what else? I've been thinking about just creating a schedule. But um, I just don't know if I can commit. I hate to put myself <laughs> out there and say, hey, I'm going to be here every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Every Tuesday. And I would just feel like a total failure if a Tuesday comes and it's 9.01 and I have nothing up. So, um, yeah, I, but I, I think the whiteboard is definitely helping. I think that's the one thing that's kind of writing down my ideas and, and allowing myself to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what about your greatest accomplishments? What has what have been your greatest accomplishments thus far? Um, well, the big things, of course, people, people dot com, people magazine reaching out to me. Um, of course, um, let's see. I've had a couple of celebrities see my videos before. I sent it to them, but they saw it. Uh, I had like Marlon Wayans saw my video and being on various blogs and just, uh, you know, different oppor- different opportunities, you know, people, different agencies and things contacting me. But I those things. They're great. I love all of that. But mm-hmm. those don't really, I guess, touch me. The things that I consider uh, successful to me or, or an accomplishment um, is when I can get those, is when I get those messages in my DMs or, or, or the Snapchat messages that say, I saw your video and I was feeling so down, but you, you know, uplifted me. Or you made me laugh or, you know, I've been really sick or I've been dealing with this and seeing your video changed my life. And I like to get those emails. And that's when I really, really feel like I have really, really um, been successful in my in my creativity. Would you say that's also what keeps you motivated, like to keep on working when there's so much competition and there's well, actually, let me scratch that because I don't believe in the competition myth. But what keeps you motivated when you're tired, when you're busy? Yeah, definitely. Um, those messages, those people. Um, I've I've gotten messages from young, uh, young girls and boys as 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 uh, young as about ten, eleven years old, and I'm well over that. So, um, and it's it's so amazing that I have, I guess that that wide range of, of a fan base. So some people they just have kids. Some people they just have like maybe the twenties, thirties. But I have like supporters who go all the way up to maybe about 60, 70 years old and as young as like 10. Um, but they definitely, when they reach out to me and they, they, and I impact, you know, and I'm able to impact that wide range of people that definitely keeps me motivated. And just for myself, um, I'm motivated because I want more, you know, I have not really yet reached anywhere near where I really, really, really want to be and what I really, really, really want to do. And that keeps me motivated to just keep going. I don't look at, like you said, there's no competition. Um, it's really, I'm only in competition with myself. I know it's very cliche to say, but it's very true. Um, and uh, that, yeah, that's what keeps me motivated and keeps me going because I want more and, um, and I'm going to get there. It just takes consistency. Yeah. And no, it's not cliche at all. Like I wrote a post about this recently and that at the end of the day, um, you know, no one can be you. So if you would just, be yourself if you would just do your work as your video <laughs> explains if you would just do your work you act you're gonna win because nobody else could be c.c no one else could be nikayla um literally no one else right <laughs> so if you would just do your work your your prize is waiting for you yeah. um 
So I just have two last questions that I wanted to ask. Number one is, what's next for C? Man, more videos, more content. That's what's next. I um I have a goal. Um, at the end of the year, I'm about at. Uh, it's not always about numbers, but it's good to set little goals. At the end of the year, I would like to have about fifty thousand subscribers on YouTube. I'm I'm, I'm at about twenty six right now. Um, but that's my goal. And, um, I just want to keep growing. I want to really, really, really keep growing. That's my short term. My long term what's next for me is, um, I want to go on a C.C tour and I want to meet all these people that have been sending me these messages and, and, um, and reaching out to me because I want to like see them. I mean, I see their messages, but I want to actually, you know, see them, hug them and interact with them in person. In my tour, I really wanted to be, uh, I guess how I, it's kind of like you watching a video, but just live. Um, and I, there's a way I want to just set it up and do it. And yeah, because I have a theater background, so it's going to be very theatrical. But um, yeah, that's 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 the long-term goal. I really want to well, go on my own tour. i for that. Yeah. I will definitely come and bring all my friends. <laughs> so keep me posted on that. So are you hoping to do anything formally and acting, any like movies or auditioning? Um, is that part of the plan as well? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, that's that's what I use. Uh, that's the other side of what? Maybe that's, like the, that's the other side of what I use uh, YouTube and, and, and Facebook and, and my video content for um, is to kind of reach some producer, some director, some casting director one day and they see my stuff and then they want me to come in. That's that's kind of the, the dream in my head. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's that's I mean, that's the way to do it nowadays when you are a, uh, uh, a creator, uh, whether that be music dance, um, writing, um, video, acting, whatever you have nowadays, um, you need to use that social media. Like there's no reason, there's no reason why, you know, you're not And the times of change. You don't have to, uh, take your demo tape and, and, and stand outside for 16 hours of a record company to, you know, have somebody listen to your record. You don't have to do that. There's SoundCloud, you know, there's, uh, there's YouTube. There's so many different outlets. Um, so that's what I use it for. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's why everything is is how it is. Because I'm yeah. I want somebody to uh, to see. It's so smart. It's so smart. And I think it's only a matter of time. Like, look how you know people came across you. I came across you, and I kind of feel like it's weird too. If you go in there, if you meet someone who's trying to be any type of creative, and they don't have a space on the internet to call their own, it's kind of like, well, what do you do? Right. What are, you doing? are you serious? <laughs> You're not serious at all. Actually. You can't be serious. <laughs> um, so finally, what advice do you have for women side hustlers who dream of one day, you know, working for themselves, creating their own brand, but don't know where to start? Hmm. Well, keep your keep your day job until until the side hustle takes care of everything to where you can quit that. Um, that's kind of a. Uh, that's kind of something that I've, I've not done really. Uh, Cause I'm not, I'm not a traditional person like that, but that, that, that would be my first bit of advice because um, you can't really do your dream if you don't have any lights. So um, do that. But um, as far as building the brand, um, use social media. Um, and I'd say, you know, and, and do research. Um, there's lots of people who, who have already done it. I'm a big fan of, um, 
a big fan of a man uh, named Gary Vaynerchuk. I was just watching. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of his. I watch his videos like every day. He says the same stuff, but I watch all his keynotes. And um, he's really, 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 really helped me. Um, so definitely do your research because there are plenty of people who have done it before you and you can learn from them. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my main advice. Boom. So there you have it. Just do your work, y'all. I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I love talking to C. I think she's so down to earth and she gave us a really great inside look at the making of a YouTube brand for anyone who's ever been curious. I know I've been. So if you want to stay in touch with her and see what's next, follow her on YouTube at C.CTV or on Facebook at The Sea Hive. And with that, I will see you guys next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you want to hear more from me, head on over to sidehustlepro.co forward slash side hustle corner to get my weekly side hustle diaries chronicles about my own journey from passion project to profitable business. And if you want to find me online, I'm at side hustle pro on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Don't forget to join the side hustle pro Facebook community. Go to sidehustlepro.co forward slash mastermind. And as always, if you love the show, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.